0: Hello. Hello Finn. How are you? <laughs> oh,
1: I'm all right. Jake.
0: Um, how are you? I'm all right mate. It's not it's not a lot been going on, has there I mean it's uh it's pretty much the, the start of May now. The, the last time we recorded one of these was January. Um Yeah, 12th of January. Yeah. Um, anything sort of been going on <laughs> between now uh, and then in the world? <laughs> uh, really, mate? Uh, no. I,
1: I, 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 it's taken, you know, a, a global pandemic for us to record the third episode. It's unreal. Yeah, it's
0: been, it's been it's been a bit quiet, hasn't it? Not a lot been going on on the globe these last few months. Um, no. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's been interesting. How are you, anyway? Are you well? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, given the circumstances, mate, I'm I'm
1: fine. You know. Good. Um, Good. It's it, it's strange times, but we will we will we will get there. How are
0: you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. I'm okay. I mean, well, the way I'm looking at it is what better time to give our listeners a bit of a treat was they're all staying at home than the third episode of The Rocky Road. Don't worry, guys, we didn't forget about <laughs> you. <laughs> it's only... <laughs> I, must just, I
1: must just throw this out to the listeners that we were planning on
0: doing this, but... Yeah. Well, we, is, well yeah, uh, we are just doing... There is yeah, no, there is no real reasoning, is there? It? It's just, but yeah, yeah, it's suddenly it's sort of May and a quarter of the year is gone. But um, we're here now. That's the main thing, and most importantly, I'm hearing little rumours that you've seen Rocky Three, that you've given it a little Rocky, watch.
1: I've seen Rocky Three twice, mate. <laughs>
0: um, that's, that's how long uh, it's been. Yeah, uh, it, it has. Um, so to give a bit of context.
1: Um, just to just for the listeners Jake and I have uh, well I have been looking over the Rocky films um, we've already done one and two um, three I watched around about ja- mid January time uh, but we just haven't gotten around to doing a review of it and I've also watched four which we will be recording after the, after this one as a special bonus
0: treat yes um, you're, you're getting yeah. a double whammy guys you're getting a double bill so yeah. uh Three and four, I've got to say, my own personal favourites. Um, a lot of action, a lot of drama in there. It's it's a little bit cheesy, I think, especially three, especially four as well. There is there's a lot of cheesy moments. I've got a lot to say about four. Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure you have. Um, considering that you were aware of the character of Ivan Drago before you watched uh-huh. the film, right? Just from popular culture and stuff. Um well all right on that on that basis let's delve into number 3 so rocky 3 was uh debuted in cinemas in 1982 so 3 years after rocky 2 there seems to be this kind of 3 year gap between all of the films uh the budget for this one was bigger than the previous two it had a, a budget of i believe 270 yeah 270 million dollars uh but this was actually the shortest rocky film in terms of running length just over an hour and a half Mm.
1: um i said this to you this morning because i watched it again this morning just to refresh my memory and it goes by so quick
0: yeah yeah it's it it doesn't have that uh, as much as i love it i feel like it doesn't have a huge amount of layers to it it's very much a beginning middle end pattern it's quite formulaic in that sense um Let's start. So let's start a little bit with. <laughs> there's, so, there's so many things to cover in this in this it's, movie. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? it... It's, it's crazy that we do, this, but
1: it feels nice. It does feel nice. I must admit.
0: Well, well, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is I know you're a, you're a wrestling fan, uh, and in Rocky Three, somewhat randomly and chaotically, we see an appearance from Hulk Hogan uh, yeah. playing the character. Thunderlips, okay. a bit, a bit Thunder odd, lips, a bit odd, a bit, a bit of a strange cameo there. I don't know if that was a case of Hulk just being a fan of the series and he wanted to get a cameo in it. It felt like that I a bit. I um, him and Stallone in real life, this is real life, I know right. that they're real life close friends. Right, okay. Um, so okay. whether
1: that was a case of you know, I
0: will scratch your back, you scratch mine. Yeah, I
1: don't know, but I know that this.
0: What year did you say that this came out? Uh, Eighty two. Yeah. 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 So this was right around when Hulk Hogan. Uh, he he was like a big tomorrow. deal, right, at that he time. Was a massive deal yeah. um, over in America, mate. Yeah. Um, around about the same sort of time as Rocky. So yeah, this this
1: probably did wonders for his you know his his credibility and his appeal. Um, but I did not like like, the, <laughs> in the film. I must admit, <laughs> I didn't like it at all. Um, just to quickly point out something, this yeah. is the first time that we hear Eye of the Tiger.
0: Yes, it is. Uh yeah, massive, massive track. Uh I think in a way it's sort of become the track people most associate with Rocky. Obviously you've got the traditional yep. Rocky fanfare when he's running up the steps in the first one, uh, Gonna Fly Now by Bill Conti, but Eye of the Tiger is, is... also a song in
1: number four which I messaged you. Yes
0: uh, but, yeah. well, the, the <laughs> sound the, <laughs> the sound oh, so that-
1: from but we'll get to
0: that the the soundtrack in number four is probably my favorite soundtrack i must say but um yeah eye of the tiger so it was written by the group survivor it became a huge hit single it topped the u.s billboard charts at the time it received an academy award nomination for the best original song um how much of a a, a big part i suppose do you think that that song played in this movie It, it was almost equally as iconic right when you were watching it
1: yeah, it's like it's the first thing that you that you hear in that sort of opening crawl. Yeah, because uh, they do the traditional thing that they've done over the last three films of almost having a recap, which yeah. I do quite like. Yeah, um, and I'd imagine you know having a three-year gap between each film. You know, some people are going to need that refresher, so to have that sort of change of music at the same time while they're establishing Mr. T. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Hang on, yeah, let, bon- let's just pause on that one mr. Yeah. T is in it as as quite a key quite a key character I mean yeah. again where the hell did that come from like yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and again much like Hulk Hogan in the 80s this was a guy who was was huge at that time with the a team and everything um yeah very odd but but we'll come on to the, we'll come on to the character of clubber lang uh in a minute i don't, don't
1: like that name i all the way throughout i was just i just had it in my mind
0: it's mr t it's mr yeah yeah he's 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 always going to be typecast isn't he as just himself mr. T. Yeah,
1: yeah that's yeah, that's yeah, the he's issue just playing himself all
0: the way through yeah um but yeah no um the opening sort of
1: exchanges mate i liked uh, you can tell there's a bit
0: of a time jump Yes, yeah. So, so I'm just reading up on the the sort of Rocky fan page thing about it, and uh, it says so. Basically, this is set three years after he won the heavyweight championship against Creed. Uh, Rocky has now had a string of ten successful title defenses, which I think is more than Anthony Joshua managed. Um, but. Uh yeah, it's, oh, it's...
1: Yeah, he's lost in between the time that we've recorded the podcast <laughs> oh, no, he's won them back, but uh, Deontay Wilder has
0: lost, yeah. Yeah, since um, since we last recorded, yeah, actually, true. Yeah. Well Deontay Wilder's gone. Um but yeah, it says his fame, wealth, endorsements and celebrity profile have increased. Uh and that's uh quite a theme of the movie, the fact that he's taken yeah. his eye off the ball a little bit. He's got used to this celebrity lifestyle now. Which is which is inevitable, but I couldn't help in sort of the opening five minutes that um, Sylvester Stallone as Rocky looks a bit like a representative for Ford. Yes, yes, yeah. I get I get what you mean. He's very preened and polished in this one, isn't he? He's not quite the rugged sort of Philadelphia Southpaw. No, he, it's like he's cleaned up his act a bit. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is which, which is nice. But he's I sort of had it in my
1: head that he's starting to look more like the Stallone that we know.
0: In, in later years if that makes sense yeah I agree um, yeah there was I think there was a noticeable jump physically in this yeah. one um, I also think just going back to it I mean the idea that these films obviously you and I were, were not alive at the time but the fact they were coming out every three years there must have been quite a, a great deal of anticipation surrounding them yeah. um, and I think I think that's a good thing I mean every three years is probably just enough to whet the, the appetite of the viewer yeah. you, you don't need to you know, rush these things sometimes. Star Wars, um, and that's yeah, that's so, that's in the that's, uh, that's important. Um, but yeah, so we see we see Rocky living this this whole new life, um, and we come to the part where he has this statue of himself unveiled at the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Can't question uh, about this. Yeah, go on, go on, hit me. But before that, um, there was one
1: scene that I did actually really really like, and that's uh, drunk poorly in the arcade.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> smashing up the uh the Rocky pinball machine. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know
1: whether that was going to be sort of like a secondary story, but it just turns
0: out that he's just he he is just a drunk. He's just Rocky poorly, is, yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and Rocky's just looking after him, which which is nice. Yeah. Um But yeah, going back to the statue.
0: Um, mm. Yeah. Is that the real one? That is the real one. Yeah, so yeah. really cool little Easter egg there. That uh, that statue was resurrected at the time in Philadelphia as a tribute to Sylvester Stallone uh, and is still there now. And, uh, in fact, a lot of people go to Philly to go and have a photo with it and, yeah, and whatnot. And uh, I know there are companies that do rock, special rocky tours of the city and uh, they always have a – they have, like, a rocky lookalike actor um, okay. and he takes pictures with people there and stuff. So, yeah, it's become a really important monument for the city. Um, right. So very, very cool very cool little thing, um, and this is where this is where Clubber turns up, right? And he he challenges Rocky. He's
1: not an actor, is he, Mr. T? No, he's not. No, he's no. A, he's, a, he's he's a walking. <laughs> uh, I, I put this in my notes actually. He's a walking cardiac arrest. Um, <laughs> he's a walking cardiac arrest, literally and figuratively, because before that, you have that really sad moment where um, uh, Mickey during that Hulk Hogan uh, charity match. Grabs his heart, and you think, "Oh no, what's going on here?" But essentially, we'll get to it later on. But I think Mr. T has got blood on his hands.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit of foreshadowing that one. Um, yeah, I, it's clear. I mean, one of the most interesting dynamics in this movie I found was the Rocky and Mickey relationship, where uh, Mickey is clearly just done. You know, he's Rocky's yeah. reached the top. He's got the money. He's got the bouts. Mickey's kind of saying, what, what is there left to achieve? But I quite like this, this part of Rocky where he will never shy away from a challenge, no matter what he's achieved so far. And I think that shines through here. He he believes he can still take Clubber. And by yeah. all extensive purposes, I think at this moment in time, Clubber is the better fighter. He's hungrier. He's he's more up for it. And that, well, we'll get on to it. But that shines through, you know. Yeah, okay. Mickey's the only one who can, from my interpretation, Mickey was the only one who could, could see that. Yeah, um,
1: yeah.
0: Just as a fellow MCU fan. Yeah, yeah. During these
1: opening exchanges when, you know, the, the fame is getting to rock a little bit, he's sort of brushing off the challenges, uh, clever. Um, does he remind you of Tony Stark a little bit?
0: Uh, I hadn't thought of that similarity but i yeah i guess i can see i can see the comparisons you're making um there's an arrogance to him in in this movie for sure um and in fact it's it's only when clubber calls out adrian and i I can't remember what he says it's quite an iconic line but he says something like uh, yeah you come back to mine tonight baby and i'll show you what a real man is and uh yeah rocky's just just furious essentially um but but what did you what did you kind of think of the dynamic at this point? Were you still a bit like, well, you know, Rocky is is Rocky, so he's still going to beat him. This guy's just a jumped up little shit. And or did you kind of fear the the potential of of Clubber? I suppose at this stage. I think, given how early it was in the film, yeah, you sort of, you sort of know where this
1: is going from the get go. You know that Clubber's going to be the one to take the title off him. He's going to humble him a little bit. I think also watching it from the perspective, having watched it again this morning and having seen four as well, yeah. you sort of know you get you get an early you, you, well you get an early idea of what's going going to happen before it even happens.
0: Yeah, it's the, there's something in the air. It doesn't feel right, does it? The atmosphere heading into that fight. It's
1: it's no. yeah. And a, it's almost it's almost foreshadowing
0: a little bit. I I feel you know yeah. Yeah,
1: the, there's this there's this conflict between himself and Mickey during that statue unveiling, and then they go back to Rocky's house and Rocky's having that conversation with him, saying, "You know, come on, we've got just one more fight, what, one more fight."
0: And, and and Mickey, Mickey at this point, there was quite an sort of not an iconic line as such, but there was a moment where he he told Rocky basically that he'd been fighting bums for the last few years, and. Yeah you could almost see the pain in Rocky's face. Like, what do you mean? And he was like, oh, what they were, I can't remember what he said. He said, are they set ups. They were, they were stitched yeah, ups or something. And he said, like, no. Uh, yeah. He said they weren't set ups, but you know, they were just, they weren't good fighters. Um, whereas yeah. this guy's a real fighter. He'll, he'll do you basically. Yeah. Um, also that, that,
1: that, that, that one of my favorite moments in the whole film mate, is um, when they're doing the, public like workouts in that big hall yes yeah with all the confetti and whatnot and you could argue that rock's not taking it seriously but then it gets towards the end there's just him and mickey left and then it's one of the last well you know spoiler (laughs) alert but this is one of the last things that mickey says to rock he says i'm proud of you
0: yeah yeah that's that's needed isn't it i think at that that at that
1: moment back as well
0: what's that mate and that yeah and that piano music is back oh yeah yeah just tugging at the heartstrings right getting you all emotional um so they obviously it comes to the the night of the fight and in many ways the uh the dynamic of this one is a little bit different because the fights usually take place at the end of a rocky film this is Mm -hmm. this is taking place more or less at the start yeah, yeah yeah um and they have this brawl backstage, and Mickey gets sort of violently shoved by by Clubber. Yeah. And yeah, it's well, Talk horrible. us, talk it's us horrible. through. It's horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mickey's obviously got
1: these underlying heart heart issues that he obviously hasn't um, he hasn't told Rocky about. Yeah. Um, and then he gets dragged to the back. Adrian, uh, Rocky basically says, "Oh, Adrian, look after him, make sure he's okay." Uh, Rocky wants to call the fights off Mickey says no go on go out there and do it so Rocky does um, and then yeah it, it, it's not a nice moment at all but Mickey does unfortunately pass away
0: yeah the there was a couple of things about this I think so firstly obviously Rocky ended up in the ring uh, without Mickey um, do you believe it's like a lost child. yeah do you believe I was going to say that, that that played a, a big part in his defeat, essentially, in that fight, he was. His Absolutely. mind was. Like,
1: it's like a, it's like a humbling moment. but yeah. Then again, it shows the human side of Rock that he's got other things on his mind. He cares more about his his manager slash his best friend slash his father figure, than yeah. he does the the fight itself.
0: Yeah. True. True. Um, but but Clubber, on the other hand, is completely cold and ruthless, and just just pummels him. Um, he's
1: an animal. Yeah. He's an absolute animal, and then <laughs> um, what? Throughout the rest of the film from this point on you don't actually see him again until the
0: rematch no that's true so
1: very
0: of yeah i mean i was just thinking about what you said about him being an animal and i fully agree and i was going to say oh maybe he was sort of based on a young mike tyson but i think actually tyson came after clubber after. yeah uh, so yes. so he Should wasn't be, yeah a few years after but, yeah uh, definite comparisons mm, similar similar characters so I don't know about you, mate. There was, there, was, there was there's this moment where Rock comes back to the the, the dressing room after the fight, and he's got oh. his, yeah. We've got we've got more to do, Jake. Oh, we've got more to do. He's, um, yeah, he, that's
1: the last line that he says to Mickey. Yeah. Uh, come on, Mick. We've got more to do. Yeah.
0: Um, it's uh, uh, it's heart- terrible, heart- isn't it? It's heartbreaking. It's, uh, uh, just to swerve off topic a little bit, um, cinema deaths. Yeah. Yeah. Um there are one or two out there
1: that really do pull at the heartstrings for me personally. One yeah. of them is Mufasa
0: in the Lion King. Oh yeah, of um, course. Yeah. Uh, I would
1: say this one is is right up
0: there. Yeah, it's it's a tough one, isn't it? He's got his hood up, he's got his his face is bashed in from the fight and he he lets out this howl, this sort of shriek when he realises he's gone that I think is it's it's, it's yeah but it's incredible acting it feels so raw and so real and he's just it's really uh, it's like
1: really almost real
0: yeah he can't
1: you believe, you believe it
0: 100% oh man it's it's terrible it's uh, yeah. I, I've seen this movie probably more than 20 times and I I just I cry every time or I get emotional oh. every time it's yeah it's crazy even talking about it now you know it's such a heavy like oh God and
1: there's a lot more to
0: come <laughs> There um, is there is the, yes. the, the important thing actually that we haven't touched on is so Rocky tells Mickey was he's dying that the match ended in a second round knockout but yeah. he doesn't say who the victor was. So oh, so no, he, no, he does say he does say that he did win. Yeah well so he lies he m- lies to next. M- <laughs> <to, to> Mick. <laughs> Mickey falsely believes he won and then he dies. Um so yeah but I, I just think at that point he couldn't he couldn't bear to tell him what had happened. He wanted him to die a happy man. Yeah. Um,
1: Which hotel do you get? Uh, it's like, I mean, in that in that sort of situation, you know, what what would you what would you do? Yeah. You know, your 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 father figure, your mentor, is you know on death's door. Um, in that situation, you know, you can't you can't have a go at Rocky for, for telling a lie like that about that thing.
0: No, um, it's done with his heart in the right place. That's the thing for sure uh,
1: absolutely um, so yeah it's, it's kind of a massive come down um, that death itself um, it takes
0: a good 20 25 minutes for things to pick up again um, yeah I, I haven't seen it that we I haven't seen it in a little moves. while You'll, yeah fill film me in on the gaps because I can't quite remember how we get into the next phase of play before
1: so the fight itself we,
0: we see Apollo Creed again oh uh, yeah of course yeah.
1: shout out to the Mandalorian yeah,
0: um, Carl Weathers making a random appearance in that. Yeah, amazing.
1: Yeah, part of the Rocket franchise, part of uh, our Star Wars as well.
0: Coming together.
1: Um, yeah, no, he's on the he's on the commentary
0: panel. And, yes. Um, yeah, and I Club and Clubber is quite hostile towards him, isn't he? Re- well, he's just
1: hostile to everyone. I think. Yeah, he's <laughs> hostile to his own
0: mum. And he <laughs> he's did, 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 he's so. got he's got anger issues, Clubber Lang. He's the sort of man that would kick a puppy for fun. He's a bit loose hinged. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for a couple of quid or, or even three. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Um, Apollo is there uh, on, on commentary and I can't remember whether it's the start of the fight or the end of the fight. Um, Clubber basically calls him out on it. Yeah. Um, and then after the loss, uh, Apollo comes to meet Rock back at the gym after, after, yes. this, after Mickey has died.
0: And this is when Rock's kind of all down and depressed, right? And he's, yeah. he's wallowing in self Pity, uh, essentially. Yeah, there's a there's a great little scene uh, after
1: Nikki's funeral where Rock's on his bike and he goes to visit. Yes, yes, and I actually, love that scene. I love that scene. I'm so glad he's you brought it up. looking up at it, almost in not in disgust, but almost like annoyance. Yeah, and he throws he throws something at it. I think he throws like his, 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 his um his, his crash helmet. Yeah,
0: yeah. Him. Um, but then after that, Apollo does come to visit him. And essentially, in a nutshell, he
1: offers to train him yeah. uh, for the rematch. And there's a little bit of scepticism from Rock's uh, point of view, understandably. Um, but Apollo offers to, to train him, but they end up going to Apollo's home state, which I believe is in California.
0: Yeah, LA. Yeah, LA. yeah. So it's a very, very different atmosphere for Rocky coming from the the east side which is notoriously a bit more grubby and cloudy and going yeah. to this this sunshine state really and the other thing here is uh from a from a racial point of view as well yeah, i yeah. think at the time it was quite groundbreaking for a man like rocky and you see this you see this in the movie to be walking into what is largely a, an afro-american style do- yeah. Dominated gym. Um, I
1: also got the casual, um, casual little bit of racism from Paulie when they yes, go into that yeah, gym and yeah. he says, "I don't like these people." Yeah, and I thought, Jesus Christ, if that had been made now, there'd be rioting in the streets. But it, it's um,
0: very, it's very typical of Paulie's character, isn't it? He's quite an ignorant kind of guy set in his ways. Yeah, doesn't
1: really think
0: before he speaks. Yeah, and you can see that Rocky and Adrian and Paulia all all feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um and it does have those racial undertones there in the eighties that like you say you wouldn't be accepted now so in, in a societal way. But um one thing I did wanna did want to pick up on with you is so Rocky joins up with Apollo, joins up with um that Rocky well, he this this man is later becomes Rocky's trainer, but we'll get on to that. Uh, Tony Duke, Evers, um, and they work more on his, his footwork, and his skill, and his speed. Now, do you think that, at the time, the character of Apollo was maybe modelled a little bit on Muhammad Ali? Because I get those vibes a lot, with the way he moves and everything. It's kind of like,
1: it's like he's teaching you to dance, rather, yeah. than, rather yeah. than to fight. Yeah. When they put all this emphasis emphasis on, on his footwork and him being quicker and agility and whatnot. Um, and the first sort of the first few scenes of that, you know, you can sort of see that sort of conflict within Rocky. He's like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. And there's a great scene when they're running along the beach and it's Apollo and Rock. Um, and Rock just gives up halfway through
0: yeah he, he knows he can't match apollo for speed and i think he he feels very disillusioned by this whole new training process he's been completely ripped out of his comfort zone it's a whole new yeah. way of fighting that he doesn't even know
1: am um, I, I, just sorry to interrupt you mate no, go i'm on. just looking through my notes at the moment and Brock... Um i put down this is towards this is after that scene itself but um i, I, I literally put rock channeling his inner Ali with this footwork
0: yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so so did, can i ask as well did you <laughs> maybe it's just me did you pick up on any sort of slight homo erotic tendencies when they were running together on the beach it was a little bit it was all a little bit Baywatch for me. It was a bit, a bit... It
1: was very Baywatch. I don't know why they were wearing, like, these sort of crimps
0: oh, vests. No, and, and their pants were sort of, I mean... Ridiculously high. Yeah, didn't so really cover any, anything. Any,
1: any high you might pass out.
0: Yeah, it was, it was... We were in danger of seeing some serious slippage there. That was, yeah, a bit crazy. Um yeah. And they, they were just so sort of greased up. Do you know what I mean? It was like... It was
1: very... And I think in that sort of...
0: Like a 1980s sort of Magic mic, It was a bit odd. Yeah. 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 Uh, Adrian just sat there. We
1: haven't mentioned Adrian through this once
0: yet. No, I, I, I think she does have a bit more of a A back, a, a back, a back seat,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, in this one. I think this is more Rock's story, his his redemp- redemption and his curve from... I you find it
1: a little bit weird that she did go to this training facility with him.
0: Yeah, but true. They true. sort of make up for it between uh, between them
1: when they have this sort of scene together and she sort of says to him, Oh well, we never had a honeymoon anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which I like. Yeah, it's, it's nice. And she also has a go she also has a go at him on the beach when he's basically given up and she's literally pouring her heart out. I just think she's she's wonderful, mate.
0: Yeah, and there's there's that there's that line he says, uh Somebody says something about tomorrow. Oh, no, I think Rock says, I uh, oh, would we'll do it tomorrow or something. And Apollo says to him, there is no tomorrow. No
1: tomorrow. Yeah. Is that where where that's
0: from? Yeah, that yeah,
1: yeah. Where it's used so, so often. Is that is that where it's from?
0: Yeah, it was. it was. I was
1: expecting it to be like a real emphatic, you know, one-liner. But it's kind of like, a oh, there is no tomorrow. Yeah. I I was expecting it to be like you know, there is no tomorrow. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it was it was born from that moment. But like you touched on the fact that he, that Rocky wasn't comfortable, and that he was he was being comprehensively outpaced by Apollo. But we start to slowly see that change. We start to start to see the tide change the more and more they train together, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, um, I know that this series is
1: so so famed and well acknowledged for its training
0: uh montages yeah yeah
1: they're, they're training montages this one out of all four but we can get on we'll get on to four later but this one is definitely my favorite
0: yeah it is a good one well um, yeah it is a good one i do like four as well but we will yeah we'll touch on that um, oh boy i mean you you've got to see five still as well i mean yeah good luck with the training montages in that one jesus um but that's yeah, that's going to be an interesting podcast for a future day i mean the way we record them you might get to hear that one in december so oh, that's no. No. When we're <laughs> yeah so that's something to look forward to um but so yeah suddenly we, so we see rock we see rock overcoming his his adversity right up until the point where the two of them have a rematch on the beach and this time rock just slightly edges it he wins Mm. and that's
1: where i think that's you know that is the turning that is the turning point yeah you get it but you get it in the music you get it in the, the the general sort of feel for the film you know like i say these films i love don't get me wrong i love them to pieces i think they're awesome but you just sort of know where it's going at all
0: times yeah it's a bit predictable and i think that's that's a very sort of 80s thing with all due respect um, uh, to the point actually you will enjoy this uh, I'm just reading up on the synopsis so of course it comes to the night of the rematch it's and Madison
1: Square Garden.
0: it is the iconic Madison Square Garden which uh, a little nugget for the readers here Finn and I actually went to when we were in New York together uh, and we just turned up on the day and thought we could just get a tour of the stadium just you know just like that like hey guys gonna let us in they were yeah. like, "Did you book online? Days. Because you know yeah. the, the the waiting list, the current reservation list is about three days long. So, so when when did you place your online reservation?" And we were like, "Yeah, we're oh, gonna we we're, we're gonna turn around and go now. Okay, we get the message. Cheers, guys." Uh, so yeah, it is awesome though. Either it like <laughs> we, we, we got
1: to see the outside of it at least, but it was it is an awesome stadium.
0: It is, it is an incredible stadium. Um, my memories of it are, are slightly soured by the fact that just. Before we needed to go in, I had just the the most irritable stomach I've probably ever had in my life. I've
1: never seen someone so ill. (laughs) 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 Word of advice, listeners,
0: if you go to Miami, avoid the fish. Oh, God. I've genuinely not eaten salmon since. Um, But, yeah, we're going off on a bit of a tangent. But what I will say is, yeah, I mean, Madison Square Garden, absolutely iconic. Potentially the most iconic stadium in the world, maybe, do we think? It's, it's up there, right? It's well it's up, up there. up
1: there with Wembley,
0: I'd say. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, really big. Really just... Uh, you've had some some incredible fights there in the past. And it's at this moment in the dressing room that Apollo gives Rocky the American flag trunks that he wore during their first fight, which I thought was such a lovely touch. Oh, and, and like little little um little question here for you yeah do you think in terms of attire do you think that is
1: more synonymous with the rocky character rather than the yellow
0: and the black yeah definitely definitely yeah and and even so much so that there was um a fight a few months back i can't remember who it was it wasn't the wilder fight but tyson fury had a fight in vegas and he wore the same trunks first wilder fight yeah, and he wore he wore those trunks as a sort of homage Not to to, to the Rocky films. Yeah, um, but no, I do, mate. I think the American flag trunks is very synonymous now for Rocky. Um, and there's
1: also um, the there's a pre-fight interview between well with Kraber uh, Lang. Yes, and yeah. oh, I'm just going to call him Mr T. It's just so much <laughs> easier. And. Um, so, Mister T, can we get your prediction? Pain. Yes. He's, he's he is. He, I, I wrote this down in my notes. His blood pressure must resemble the inside of a volcano.
0: <laughs> he's just—he's constantly angry, isn't he? He's like a—he's like a Brexit voter. He's just just, <laughs> he's just annoyed with the world. Just yeah. He's still
1: alive to this day, mate. To it, be honest,
0: It's mad. Um, and 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 the other thing is, I—I I mean, don't get me wrong, I do love the character, but. At this point he's a bit of a caricature in the way that he's just so he's a walking gimmick. Yeah, he's just outlandishly written. His some of the lines they give him, like like you said, what what are your predictions? Pain. I mean I, like imagine I, I you wouldn't be surprised
1: <laughs> here, Jake, if they if they had just said to him, Right, off you go. There's
0: yeah. No script for you. Just do your do thing. What you want. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. what
1: you want and we can edit it in post.
0: <laughs> I mean imagine a boxer saying that now in a in a a press conference or something, it just wouldn't happen. I mean, I, re- I remember David Hay saying a few years ago, he had a press conference and he said, this fight is going to be as one-sided as a gang rape. And that got a lot of attention at the time. But, but, I think that's slightly worse. But oh, yeah. it is, it is. Don't get me wrong. But Clubber but Clubber is equally outlandish in just the sense of some of the things he says, you kind of pinch yourself and you go, what? Did he did he just say that? Like, what is this yeah. guy talking about? Um, but yeah, so they... Here, I mean, here we go. Basically, this is we we spoke about this being one of the shortest films. Already, it's sort of moved into the final act. It's into this this final third, and it, like I said before, mate, it, it, the film as a whole it just
1: breezes by. Yeah, you blink, you blink and it's and it's gone. Yeah, um, and you can also tell that uh, Stallone has actually genuinely been training because he does look <laughs> uh,
0: skinnier Yeah, yeah.
1: To the first five. he's
0: very lean isn't he so you can see yeah. the the muscle outline quite a lot especially on his legs so again yeah
1: like, like what what can i say about the film's uh the fight sequence itself it's it's great um i
0: wouldn't say it's better than the apollo ones i preferred the apollo ones in general i, I think but this this like one it. felt a little bit more um like a movie fight you know it was, a lot of punches being thrown. I'm not sure in real life, I'm not sure a boxer could take that amount of that punches, much. before, especially no. before the ref would step in anyway. Um, it's definitely... Especially it's if it's Joe Cortez. I mean, you haven't got a chance, but yeah. <laughs> it's definitely... It's definitely... Like you say, it's
1: the one where you sort of, you lose your sense of disbelief. Yeah, a little, a little bit, a little bit. I'm not, I'm not being negative about it, but it's, it it definitely, like you say, it definitely feels more of like a, a film rather than uh, a sporting event.
0: Yeah, but so this one is actually quite interesting because Rocky, he adopts an entirely different strategy in this one, and it it actually bewilders Apollo, who's in the corner, because he intentionally sort of takes a beating from Lang in the early rounds, but he's got this. well tactic essentially that he he knows that when it gets to the later rounds he's going to be able to outmaneuver him in terms of stamina which i thought was an interesting yes yes the classic mayweather um yeah (laughs) he can't even read um but yeah it's it's an interesting one because this is obviously a good 20 years prior to uh Money Mayweather, so interesting, interesting tactic there from Stallone. You
1: also get the—I—I I didn't know it was in this film, but you get so
0: spoiler alert. Obviously, Rocky <laughs> wins and wins back his. Time. Oh what! you t- oh no! no you've was, ruined it for like, me now. Pretty- oh, I was sorry, excited sorry. to hear the ending. Oh! <laughs> but yeah, right. So Rocky no, wins. The big, big,
1: big hippopotamus walks into the <laughs> room and picks up flag, and they just go off. Um... Yeah, and there's I did not I didn't, I didn't realise that it was from this film, but there's that iconic
0: moment where uh, after Rocky wins, he does this leap. Uh, I'm just, I'm actually just hopping onto YouTube because I want to see what you mean. I, I don't really remember it. The Rocky leap. Clubber. Yeah, the Ro- yeah in the middle of the ring. Oh, like as a, as a, like a celebration, like when as he wins. Yeah yeah, 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 I get what you mean. I get what you mean. Um, um, so yeah, all
1: round like good feeling at the end. It all calms down, and then in a different sort of take to the previous two, you get the ending of Apollo cashing in his favour.
0: Ah yes, the old
1: which I really liked. I thought it was like a perfect like the old
0: countdown. the old favour. I'm just I'm just actually watching this now, and there's this there's this bit where um. Rocky starts goading Clubber. Actually, I just wanted to touch on that just before the end of the fight, which is very unlike Rock because normally he's yeah. quite humble and he's quite within his own shower as a person. But he's I, like, come on, hit me, hit me, hit yeah, me. I think I think Clubber had pissed him off so much in the first fight that at this point now it's it's sort of vengeance. Um, I'm just, hang on, I'm just going to play it one second. Come on, come on. Come on. You've got those fanfares coming in, and as soon as he hits the canvas. Yeah, Rocky's staggering around. He's absolutely exhausted to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Do <laughs> And there's the leap, I can see it, and you've got Duke jumping over the ropes, Rocky's just jumping up, he's about to collapse on his knees, yeah, and then of course, of course, uh, Rocky and Apollo have their behind-closed-doors rematch. yeah,
1: which I thought was, like I say, was a lovely way to sort of bring the whole story together.
0: Yeah. Um, I've got so I've got a little history. I've got a I've got a little slight spoiler for you if you're interested. Just a God. slight one, right. So later on in uh, basically we never learn who wins that fight, that rematch. Um and later on in the Creed films, Creeds, well, well, put it <laughs> I'm trying to word this in a way where there is wait, no sp- wait, wait. Hang on. We don't know who wins that rematch what between um, uh, Rocky, Rocky and Rocky um, and Apollo the one they have behind closed doors sorry I mean Oh right got you yeah okay. we never find out it's it's a secret the whole time we don't we never know who who won this was just a
1: sparring session I didn't know that it was an actual
0: No they they have like a full on fight but with no ref so it's like the first one to get knocked out it's it's right. barbaric okay. yeah because they don't touch on it in the next film No exactly yeah it's it's like a um, an unwritten Gem from Stallone, like you—it's one of those things. It's, it's ambiguous. You'll always have to make your own mind up. Yeah. Uh, and one in the Creed films, which you know come later on in the series, somebody finds Rocky and they speak to him, and he's a bit older now. And they say to him, so they know about the fight first of all, and it's a bit like, how do you know about the fight? That's a bit weird. Um, the only people that knew about that were like me and Apollo. And uh, the person says to him, so who won the fight? And he tells the person who won the fight. So. It's interesting. It's a little nugget you can look okay. forward to in future. Yeah, yeah. So it's a nice little throwback. Um, then, well, once uh, normality um,
1: establishes itself again, mate, I'm going to have to buy the crude films because, unfortunately, uh, they're no longer on Netflix.
0: Oh, they not? Um, I was. Oh, they they definitely were. They must have been taken I off.
1: Know, two was on there not that long ago. Um, but I had obviously,
0: obviously I, I would want to watch them, but I didn't want to watch them outside of. Yeah.
1: You know,
0: yeah. not in not in linear in linear story. I mean, maybe um, now is the p- perfect time to break your Amazon virginity. I mean, you know, if you're just too, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I mean, it, it's much like much like the Rocky series, it's it, it's been ten years. It's been ten years. But,
1: uh, ten years of banter for not using Amazon. Yeah, there you go, listeners. I don't
0: use Amazon. He doesn't use um, Amazon. It's like a, a strong political statement. You know, it's like um, like being a vegan or. Or not using animal testing on soap on budgies and stuff. Or believing the
1: earth is flat. Yeah, um,
0: yeah, like so a naan like bread. Um, not in
1: conclusion just yet, but I, having
0: watched... In semi-conclusion, morning, if you've got a semi-conclusion, semi-conclusion yeah, <laughs> what what would that be? What would your semi is actually be? actually
1: Apollo's film.
0: What, three? Do you think three? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, it based on vaguely. Okay, let's do like a like a like a character roulette here. If you let's go through each each film so far and say who the main character is, like the main character development of each film.
0: Well, you know, I mean, it's Rocky, <laughs> but but I do think there's a lot of character development placed on Adrian in the first. I suppose the first two, really, both of them. See, I would
1: say Rocky. I'd say one is obviously Rocky's film. Yeah. Two, you see the most development in Adrian. Yeah. And three, you're based, well, you're used, you're used to Rocky now. Three is kind of like, you don't notice it straight away, but it's more of Apollo's story. Yeah,
0: aspect. no, I do. I do get What's what you mean. Sense? I do get what you mean. And... Uh... I mean, if you're looking for any character development from Ivan Drago in Episode Four, I'm sorry, mate, it's just not going to happen because he's he's a one-dimensional <laughs> yeah, Russian robot. He's, yeah, he's got the standard kind of uh, cold Russian heart, um, which we'll which we'll touch on uh, in the the next episode. Um, but overall, give me your sort of overall thoughts on on might Episode. Be,
1: this one won't be as Russia's last one.
0: Um, we're we're only uh, on forty two minutes currently. I'd like to just sort of add that in as a bit of a boast to our listeners that we don't we don't edit this at all. You're going to listen no, to a lot of podcasts that are chopped and changed and chunked about, but we just we literally just go go yeah. bareback with it. We just go we just go live and uh, and go from there. So yeah, I mean, give give me give me. Well,
1: you me. Co- well, you, co- you call me, you call me and then off we
0: go. Exactly. Um, so, so if you. Summarise your thoughts for me in somewhere around two minutes and 14 I'll seconds. <laughs> I'll,
1: do it. I'll do it in my best Mark Modes impression. All right. Um, <laughs> um, no, actually, no way. He's, he's impossible. Um, but basically what I've got here is a solid third entry to the franchise that makes bold decisions to change up things which do hold up, I'd say. Yeah. Um, a film of moments highlight being the demise of Nicky, I'd say. And seeks to explore interesting and fresh ideas, but ultimately doesn't capture the charm and warmth of the first two. Mm,
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. It's not, it's not as emotional as the first two. If we're going to be relative to uh, film critics here, I'd probably give it a stubborn review of a B. Yeah, do you know? Do you
1: know? You know
0: why I like it so much, right? And I've always liked Rocky Three is because it's just so fun. It's it's not everyone's going to understand this. Yeah, not everyone's going to understand this comparison, but it's a bit like some of the music we listen to where I've said to you that an Ax and Seb set is just very fun. It's very chilled and happy and and, and I feel the same here with this movie. The first two are critically probably better made movies. Um, and there's a bit more depth to them but sometimes if you just want to put a fun movie on late at night and not really think about it too much and have it on in the background this has got that it's got you know uh, clubber uh, lang uh, mr t hulk hogan it's all just a bit it's just a bit wacky isn't it um but it's fun and i do like that about it and i think series four uh, episode four sorry carries on in the same vein of form it's a bit cheesy it's a bit Silly, it's a bit slapstick. Something fit. that I
1: was going to ask you. doesn't Yeah. It? I mean, I still haven't
0: watched five. Right, right. Does yeah, that's, that's know, not a bad thing. The
1: clear difference <laughs> uh, between three and four and one and two in terms yeah. of the sort yeah.
0: of the sincerity of it. Yeah, the tone, the tone, the tone shifts between yeah. one and two, and then three and four. Five takes on an even different tone. Um, so that's something to look forward to in a way um and then and then, and then in my opinion balboa and actually the creed films in a way they take on much more of the same tone that you found in rocky one and two they go a little oh. bit more back to basics emotional more critically well made um okay. yeah okay
1: yeah well, as as uh, you myself and our other close friend would say that is very interesting
0: um... interesting and it's an interesting way to round off episode three of The Rocky Road Um,
1: just before before we do wrap up um, I hope everyone's okay to all of our listeners we hope everyone's okay and if you can get a little bit of escapism escapism from what's
0: going on in the current world through us then that's good definitely uh, stay home everyone Uh, watch the Rocky films if you haven't seen them if you have seen them this gives you the perfect excuse to re-watch them because they're fantastic. Um, we hope you enjoy listening and uh, we will see you in, in approximately minutes. 10 minutes yeah, for the Rocky Road episode four. See you in a bit, Finn. Bye. <laughs>